0: I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. Your story of the little boy who was watching his mother quilt, watching from below. I used to watch my grandmother quilt and I, I can identify with the story because from one side it looked horrible. Yeah. What a mess.
1: Yeah. This this little boy, I mean, this is a story that has helped me during difficult times. Mm-hmm. The little boy looked from below and of course he could see only just different threads and different colors and not making any sense right. and, and actually he told his mother. Uh, What are you doing? This looks so horrible from down here. And she said, well, wait till I'm done and then I'm going to sit you on my knee and you can look and see from the point of view that I have. And so she did. And the little boy sat with with her and he saw this beautiful picture that Mm -hmm. emerged from the top of the quilt. You know, and this has helped me so much because, you know, when you're in the middle of the trials, Or difficulties, you might not see the big picture that God sees.
0: Life is a mosaic. It's a patchwork of little different colors here and there, just like someone quilting. And the good news is that there is a master artisan, someone who is slowly but surely bringing these things together. For a while, it looks ugly. It looks like sheer chaos. Mm -hmm. But eventually, the big picture is seen.
1: Yes, and many times we simply have to trust that the master is seeing the whole thing, and we are not. One of my favorite phrases says that... Uh, I don't know the master plan, but I know the master planned it, and yeah. I am included. And, and this has brought uh, great comfort to me.
0: Well, I would imagine that there were times when the disciples and even Jesus felt like that this was a mishmash of a mess of a a series of events that were happening in his life. And we find this, you know, with the, the arrest, with the trial, with the crucifixion, all of it is so ugly, you can't imagine how anything beautiful could come out of this. And
1: that's why I'm so surprised that Jesus constantly, during this time, is reminding his disciples and reminding himself that this there is a plan, that there something is being fulfilled that was planned long ago, and that there is a bigger picture. And he never loses the big picture. I mean, I want to imitate Jesus Christ in this sense.
0: Yeah. But that's so much easier said than done. When I'm in the mix of the mess, I, 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 it's so hard to see the big picture. You know, from where I am, all I see is the mess around me. Well,
1: you, we usually don't have the big picture. No. And that's why at that moment, we, we talk about uh, living by faith. We, right. we should trust that God sees the big, the big picture, even if we don't.
0: Well, let's turn our attention now to Mark's Gospel, chapter 14. And we're looking here at the, uh, the betrayal, the arrest, those things that are going on in his life. Verse 43, And immediately while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came up, accompanied by a multitude with swords and clubs, from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now he who was betraying him had given them a signal, saying, Whomever I shall kiss, he is the one, seize him, and lead him away under guard. And after coming, he immediately went to him, saying, Rabbi, and kissed him. And they laid hands on him and seized him. But a certain one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his ear." And Jesus answered and said to them, "Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as a servant, rob- uh, as against a robber? Every day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But this has happened that the scriptures might be fulfilled."
1: Okay, here we have Jesus keeping in mind exactly what the big picture is. First of all, he has one of the closest people to him, one of the twelve, that is coming to kiss him, and he's coming to kiss him to betray him. I don't know if you ever had somebody very close to you betray you, Mm -hmm. and I have, and it's a very, very painful uh, Mm. situation. And here, he has uh, one of his friends that is uh, betraying him, and then he talks to those that are coming to him and says, uh, you're coming to me like if I'm a robber and I've been uh, 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 with I, you in the temple yeah, all this I, time. I've been
0: public every day. I've been preaching in the temple. And, you know, you could have easily come to me then. But now you come to me in the darkness of night. You come to me with these clubs. What have I done to make you think that you need clubs and swords to take me?
1: And then he ends that statement saying, but this has taken place to fulfill the scriptures. One of the beautiful things about the plan of salvation that we're told about from Genesis truth revelation is that the lamb was slain from the foundation of the world mm-hmm. that the plan of salvation is not an accident and i have heard unfortunately in the last few years many people saying that it was not god's plan that jesus would die
0: mm-hmm. that this
1: happened because the jews you know got on his case and that it was an accident no
0: and, and that again is to deny all the the things that the old testament have spoken of uh, all the things that jesus himself spoke of he pointed to those old testament passages and said this was necessary this is to fulfill Scripture. This was spoken of from the beginning of time in order that I might be here for this hour. It is for this hour that I am here in order to win your salvation by paying your penalty.
1: When I realize that the plan of salvation is so detailed and so um, is planned ahead of time, mm-hmm. It also helps me to live my own life um, thinking that my days have been written in God's book Mm -hmm. as well. Because when I don't understand what is going on with me, when I get a kiss from a friend who is betraying me, Mm -hmm. when I lose something that was dear to me, when it seems like I'm not in the path that I thought I should be. This is when I find great comfort saying, look, your days have been written, and if you want to do my will, I will direct your path.
0: You know, like you, I think that when I was young, I had my life planned out, and all of my plans have come to naught. Not one of them has been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Now, I, as I look back, I would not change the way God has made this happen, but I do believe that He's had a plan for my life at every stage. Mm-hmm. And even through the very, very dark times, He was leading me through. And this was a very, very dark time for Jesus and for the disciples. And yet, out of this dark time came our salvation.
1: Yes, and if Jesus wouldn't have trusted that this was fulfilling Scripture, he would have tried it to work against it. Right. In some of the other Gospels, he actually says to Peter, who is the one that cut off the the mm-hmm. the, the ears, as the Gospel of John. Mm-hmm, he says, "Don't you think that I have all these angels that I could call <laughs> and they could come and you know rescue me? But I'm not going to do that because this is fulfilling the plan of
0: salvation." It's like he's saying, "Peter, you're not real good with that sword, and you know you're not really helping matters <laughs> here any. And I've got I've got army." that are at my disposal, I can take care of this in a moment's notice.
1: That's right. And then after they seize him in the garden, they take him to different people. First, uh, he's going to go to the chief priest and the elders and the scribes who are gathered uh, all together. And uh, we start all these trials now on verse 53 of chapter 14.
0: It says, And they led Jesus away to the high priest, and all the chief priest and the elders and the scribes gathered together. And Peter had followed him at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the officers and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priest and the whole council kept trying to... To obtain testimony against Jesus, to put him to death, and they were not finding any. For many were giving false testimony against him, and yet their testimony was not consistent. And some stood up and began to give false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy the temple made with hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. And not even in this respect was their testimony consistent.
1: And here we have uh, now the high priest starting to question Jesus. And this is one of the places where we want to bring the big picture notion once again. The high priest stood up, says verse 60, and came forward and questioned Jesus saying, Do you not answer? What is this that these men are testifying against you? And he kept silent and did not answer. And again, the high priest was questioning him and saying to him, "Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One?" And here's where Jesus quotes oh, the Old Testament. Yeah. Jesus said, "I am." Remember the, the 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 big "I am" from the Old Testament. Right. This in Greek is "ego eimi." I am the one. I am the one all along. And then he says, "And you shall see the Son of Man." sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven.
0: Now, that's a direct quote from Scripture itself. Uh, we turn back now to Daniel chapter 7, verse 13, where Daniel writes, I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like a Son of Man was coming. And he came up to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him.
1: Here we have Jesus um <laughs> Visualizing and actually believing that there's more than that moment. Right. See, this is very important because Jesus now is about to die and he knows that. But he tells the high priest, This is not the end. You're going to see me sitting at the right hand of power and I'm going to come. Uh, with the clouds of heaven so this is an actual picture of the second coming
0: yeah he's telling the high priest you're seeing the quilt from the bottom side you're not seeing the big picture you're not seeing the completed work this is all a part this is just one little piece of the puzzle you wait there's going to be a bigger picture that you'll see and you'll see that the day when I return uh, the second coming and the clouds of glory
1: one of the things that I want to continue learning in my own spiritual life is when I am in situations like this when I feel cornered from every hmm. you know corner yeah. and And I'm thinking, this looks very messy from below. When you're trapped,
0: then you have to go back to this kind of thinking. I'm trapped, there's no way out, and this is a mess, my life is a disaster. You've got to go back to this kind of thinking that God sees a big picture.
1: Yes, and I want to invite our hearers today to do the same thing Jesus did, to go with your mind to the second coming every time you find yourself in a dark spot. Every time you say, well, this disease— is fatal. Hmm. Uh, my parents are dying. I am. I have lost a job. Uh, I've lost wh- my house. I've whatever, lo- yeah. whatever it is that you are facing, and you are in a situation like this that looks like a mess from below, I invite you to go directly to this same, this very same quote that says, "Yes." This is what you see now. But the Son of Man is sitting at the right hand of power, and He will be coming with the clouds very soon.
0: God is still on His throne. He is sovereign, and He is in charge of all things. And even though things may look like an absolute mess to you right now, there is one who is plotting the course of your life. One who is involved at every step, and eventually you will see the mosaic of your life in the big picture. That will be seen when Jesus comes in the clouds of glory.
1: I can't wait for God to sit me on His knee. Oh, yes. And to say, see your life? Remember what it looked like from down there? Well, from up here, this is the way it looked, and it was a beautiful picture. The
0: picture you see will be beautiful, and you will thank Him for it. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at jesus101.tv. That's jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash jesus101institute and follow us on Twitter at jesus101media. Until next time, live free.